Hi everybody, Tommy here from Queers and Soaps. I just wanted to introduce you to some friends of mine who are about to embark on some fun soap opera discussion. So tune in and enjoy and I will see you soon. Hello, welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Eric and joined today with my guest host, Karen. Yay, I'm back. Yeah, we're back for uh, five more episodes of Swan's Crossing. So, Tommy, over all the credits, and we'll get right into it. Wow. <laughs> I had to watch episode six twice. <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. I'm like... I I was I I felt like I needed to be drugged for this episode. Episode six is really strange <laughs> because it seems like like too much is happening and yet nothing is happening at all. <laughs> right? And didn't it go by in like two minutes? I felt like it was like so fast. So when they said, okay, so when Mila falls in the water and says she can't swim, it it sounds like it's fifteen minutes of her in the water. And and somebody, yeah. Neil, I think Neil actually yells, they've only been in the water for 7.5 seconds. <laughs> I know, right? All right, so before we get into this in-depth into this episode, I did some investigating because I felt bad about, like, pissing on the writers last week. So <laughs> I'm like, I looked them up just to see what they did. I was out of curiosity. So number one, we got the creator is Marty Kravitz is her name. Um, she wrote for Ryan's Hope, wrote for Loving, and Another World. She also did an after-school special called A Teacher's Story, which I want to look into because I'm curious about what a teacher's story would be in 1980-something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about what that story would be, actually, if it was 1986. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other creator is um, Ned Candell. I don't know if that, I'm saying that right. But he produces Are You Afraid of the Dark? You know I that series? I love that show. I love that show. So he produces like every, I think he had to do with like every one of them. I think even up to the current day stuff. Wow. Apparently it's still around. I don't, I don't know anything about it, but I just know it's big, like a big thing. Um, and we have another writer, Panina Spiegel, her name is, which is a fun name. Um, she wrote for Days of Our Lives in 1986. Um, all right, so that covers basically the writers and creators of that. Um, also, I found I looked into some of our cast members because I was like, are they, were they in soaps? Owen was in As the World Turns and All My Children. Wow. Mila was in Dawson's Creek, who Tommy's doing Dawson's Creek. And also, I guess I think Tommy's a fan of Sweet Valley High, and she's, I think, a main girl in that. Did you remember Sweet Valley High at all? I never watched the television show, but I did read the book. You read the books? Yeah, I remember I my sister had the books, but I don't know if she even read them. I'm not sure. They're but not, anyway. They're, they're like, I don't know. They're just the same as this is. It's like teen drama soap Like a stuff. teeny drama. Yeah, and she was also in a, in a soap that I want you to watch eventually called North Shore. Oh. Um, and Callie was in Loving. <clears throat> so I'm like, all right, we got a lot of uh, soaps. So let's get into this. Can you guess my favorite character? Is it <laughs> is it um, Mila's mom? Because she's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what, this Countess Valeria Rosnovsky is Rosnowski. her name. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
she's in a bunch of soaps. So we're going to see her around. And we're probably going to, when we get to her, I'm sure we're going to be like, uh, we know this lady. What is she from? And of course, she's in Swan's Crossing. <laughs> so, yes. She, this woman came on strong. And at first I was like, Ugh. but once she made that tape, I was all about her. I'm like, yes. <laughs> she She's so ag aggressively obsessed with the character Mila played in her television show versus Mila, the real person. And she's so dramatic and over the top. She has feathered bullets. Oh she has a cockatiel or a cockatoo. I think that's the big one. Uh, his name is so. Tutu. 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 And she has she's so dramatic and so ridiculous and i have never been more in love with a character that is so crazy she's she's great i love whenever she's on camera i'm just glued to her i know she really is i'm, I'm hoping as we get to her another soaps i think i wrote it down in my later notes so i'll tell you what she's on but um she's gonna i think she eventually comes in ryan's hope which um oh. maybe that's how this creator got a hold of her i don't know so yeah so in episode six, I only have like five notes because I was just like, I didn't know what was happening. I was so confused. And whoever put that montage together <laughs> is brilliant because I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Were you dying? I, first, first of all, I thought, I thought like something was like repeating. I'm like, is my player something going on? <laughs> like is something going on? Are you talking about the, oh, are you talking, okay, so is this, this has the tutu video in it, or do we not get to that to episode? No, seven? not, that's not, yeah, this is the first so one with the whole explosion. Talking, you're talking that. about the towers falling down, the people jumping in the water. <laughs> I don't know why we needed five boys to jump in the water to save one girl, and then none of them really did. Uh, but like, yeah, where they they just keep flashing to like um, Sydney yelling about <laughs> no one cares about her, which was hilarious. I was dying. Um, Sydney was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, so I'm like not not even like funny hysterical, just like a natural hysterical. She's like, I'm bleeding, and <laughs> like literally screaming at the top of her lungs like a lunatic. While uh -huh. Mila is like supposedly drowning because she can't swim, I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I was all over the place with this one. Talk to me about Owen and the mermaid <laughs> fantasy sequence where Mila is basically a clothed Venus on a half shell with a harp, I think she has. It's, and it's such a strange situation because, even because out of all the boys, all the boys jump in the water to try and save Mila because whatever reasons, I guess. Um, no one wanted her to drown, which is great. But they all jump into the water and the girls just start screaming. They do nothing to help. They don't they don't throw life preservers in. The adults are standing there. They're doing nothing. The towers no. have fallen down. The towers turn out to be just like lifeguard stands. They didn't really look that dangerous when they <laughs> fell down. They did Everyone's not at all. Screaming. There's chaos. Everyone's going crazy. These this girl is drowning for what feels yeah. like the whole episode. Um, it was, I feel like I put, I put the time, I think it was like nine minutes. She was drowning at one point. And I, I just was like, can none of these women swim? None of these girls can swim. <laughs> they were all watching the boys, uh, take their shoes off, take their jackets. All this time, this girl is drowning and they're yeah. slowly getting ready to jump in the water. They jump in and the girls just keep screaming. They do nothing. <laughs> they scream. No. And in, in this, 
cacophony. Sid is like Sydney is screaming louder because her face is bleeding, and she and no <laughs> one cares. Little, little cut, cut on her lip. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> but the whole wow. thing is like in the water. Um, Bob, <laughs> somebody hits their head. I think Bobby hits his hits his head on a pylon, and has to be rescued. And Owen is swimming with drumsticks. <laughs> he never dropped his drumsticks and Sandy is like he's going to drown how can he swim with drumsticks yeah. and I'm like what is happening but I loved I, this episode it was bizarre <laughs> it was so bizarre I had to watch it twice like it was that crazy um, it was bizarre also did you I, notice that Garrett's <laughs> catchphrase is ooh I love myself because he said um, a bunch of times <laughs> how could I not <laughs> So yeah, at the at the one part, yeah, I was talking about when Sydney, I guess, has like a, I guess we're supposed to be like a, you know, as I guess we watched the first five, so that was like Monday through Friday, right? So then the next five, I guess it was kind of like a recap, but the recap mm -hmm. kept like showing Sydney say, what was she saying? Um, uh, I hope she's not prettier than me or something like that over and over again. It would, and then it would show like little clips, and then I hope she's not prettier than me. <laughs> she's not prettier than me i'm like what is happening so i took one film class so i have no expertise but this feels like <laughs> the experimental videos they would show us where it was like people screaming and lights and smoke <laughs> and a lot of swans crossings filmography the cinematography in this feels very much like they told them they could do whatever they wanted and they decided to be really weird with it and that freaked, <laughs> freaked me out when she's just like what if she's prettier than me cut to scene what if she's prettier than me and i'm like i am in an exper it's an experimental video it's fascinating like it's fascinating yeah it really is i like i yeah i hardly have any words for it. i really <laughs> literally so there was i even put like water dancing with somebody like I don't, I don't even know what was happening i don't know if some, like <laughs> i i wrote i wrote why is there glitter in the water what is happening with the fantasy sequence? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Like, so, like, Mila's drowning, and, like, I think Owen, like, has a fantasy of, like, her arms out, like, come rescue me, <laughs> like, type thing. Yeah, she keeps mouthing, uh, rescue me, rescue me. And he, yeah. is, he swims to her and asks later, he says, I just followed the music. And I'm like, is Owen on drugs? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we needed to be on drugs for this episode for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and and that, so then it ends up with like I guess Garrett finally gets to Sydney because I, I oh you know I think Callie doesn't Callie step up and say something kind of cool? She's like oh she's hysterical or um not hysterical but in shock. So Callie, I feel like is a doctor all of a sudden. It's like she's Callie. like really like. I'm starting yeah. to really really dislike the character of Callie because she is is. I don't know. She's like too too much. So in this episode, I did like <laughs> she that she was like, because um, Sydney said something really mean about like, who cares if Mila drowns, basically. And she goes, the only yeah. reason you would say something that mean is if you're in shock, you're in shock. Yeah, yeah. So she <laughs> she does give her an out. And I, I like that. I like that she gave Sydney an out in that situation. Because I do kind of think that Sydney was in shock more about how nobody gave a shit that she was injured and everyone was focusing right. on someone else. But in that case, Mila was drowning. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's mm, I don't know. But the fan sequences are so strange, and I kind oh of oh my gosh, them. I kind of love they them. They really are. And so it ends. It ends with Garrett Garrett holding Sydney, and then unfortunately for us, we get. <laughs> <laughs> we get a five minute video of the theme song, which no one asked for. Nobody oh, asked for this. What was that they were um, like introducing the character of, and then they did five minutes of them dancing to that song that we, <laughs> they, you know, they ran out of theme script. Song. Um, yeah. Right. Um, and I feel like they could have prolonged that. I mean, especially that episode. There could have been other things happening to other people, maybe. I don't There's know. There's a ton of filler in that episode for, for yeah. supposed to being like the conclusion of Friday's craziness. It was right. just kind of like, like you said, they're repeating sequences. Um, they're focusing in <laughs> on Sydney's insecurity, but like in a strange way. And like that ending yes. part where it's just at the soda shop and they just have the jukebox. Someone puts a coin in and they're like introducing Mila, uh, I can't, Ravnowski. And then they, yeah. they all do the dance that they do at the beginning of every, and it's just five <laughs> minutes of it. And I thought it was going to give us something else. And it didn't. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that girl whose name we didn't know last week because they never introduced yeah. Her name I got Nancy. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 By the way, I did hear it eventually. Still, still no information about her, where she came from, who she is, what's going on. They said her name one oh. time. And Sandy really took a back burner this week. I forgot yeah. she was even there. She, <laughs> was like, she was on the docks with all the girls screaming. Yeah. And her only interaction in that was to be worried about Owen, who she then said could not swim because he. He had his drumsticks. Right. But yes, yeah, Sandy right. did take a big, big um step back. <laughs> so let's move on. So we get to episode seven. <laughs> um where what was it? So Garrett was holding Sydney's hand while she got cleaned up. I guess she had a flashback of something that didn't happen in the last episode that we saw. I guess she went to the doctor <sighs> hospital or I that don't know well. if that happened because it was referenced by Glory, which indicates that it may have happened, that he was very sweet to her in the hospital. But right. the way the way it's again, the filming is there. They make some strange choices. Yeah, but it's like, weird. Because Sydney doesn't have seem to have a grasp on reality. So, like, I don't know if we're supposed to see the world through her very skewed view or what's <laughs> happening there. But yeah. they flashed back to it. And I was like, you, I'm like, is this a fantasy sequence or did this happen? And I think because Glory referenced it, it may have happened because Garrett is so confusing. That's part of the reason I watched the other episode again, because I'm like, maybe I missed something. So I watched it again and I didn't see that scene. But you know what? They might have cut it for time back then, maybe. And mm -hmm. it was actually like maybe a bonus footage somewhere hidden somewhere that we'll never see. But <laughs> sure. But yeah, um, so so the mayor sees Sydney's picture on the paper with Garrett because I can guess I, somebody caught that picture. Can I make a comment about how that of looks course. like the like the Pieta from <laughs> like it's very much a very dramatic Renaissance posing on yeah. the front cover of this newspaper, and I I for one mm -hmm. loved it. I thought. That's incredible. There was no need for that. And it was amazing. And I just loved it. It was so dramatic. <laughs> right. Yes, it was. Um, we have Mila's mom, um, Countess, uh, praising Noah. <laughs> 
Oh, you mean Owen or? Owen, was it Owen? Oh yeah, yeah, Owen, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. For saving um, Mila. Because he, out of all the five guys that dove in, is the one that saved her. Because he followed the music. He followed the music. He's good like that. Yeah. Um, he still looks like he's 10, though. I don't know how he can be in any sort of romantic storyline. He, really he looks very young. I did look him up, and I think he's the same age as everybody. He, he just, just, I guess he just small. looks younger. Yeah, he There's always been young. that, those few kids that look a lot younger. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> there True. was, right? Yeah, absolutely. Even in my class, like I remember there was one in high school with me that I went to grade school with, and he looked like he could go to first grade again, like he was that young looking. I was like, Well, some like people they have that, that late um growth spurt, and mm -hmm. then you don't see them for a year, and then they go from looking like a child to a man in like five right. seconds. It's but right. yeah, maybe Owen will do that. Oh, what's what's I guess they're setting us up for Bobby and Callie in this episode. Yeah. Is it Bob? No, we have. Yeah, no, Bobby not, and Callie. Not, right? Well, it seems to be Jimmy and Callie and Bobby oh, and Callie. Because <laughs> like Ka Callie went to see Bobby to make sure he was okay because he banged his head. By the way, yeah. in the last episode, he had the dumbest line ever. He's just like, what are the sound of towers falling? <laughs> And then in this in this one, he's like, am I a boy who thinks he's a balloon or a balloon that thinks he's a boy? And I'm like, Bobby, please stop talking. <laughs> I don't I don't understand, Bob. I don't speak Bobby. I forget <laughs> he's there a lot. <laughs> he's not he's not as notable as his sister in this episode, because for whatever yeah. reason, she's aggressively angry with Jimmy. But there mm -hmm. doesn't seem to reason behind it and then she goes to the party that's later in the episode with another boy and the comment from JT is well they're the same height <laughs> it's very entertaining <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I have Sophia and Callie meet and she's kind of like bitchy toward Callie she is very much so for no good reason i guess mm. i guess maybe maybe it's a type of like like a paint and place type thing like new girl in town be a bitch but i don't know i feel like they're always nice on paint and place though. i just still feel <laughs> like no they're not they're just they're they're they smile at you they stab you in the back but you know they're always <laughs> like they're they're at you know the bookstore talking about how you shouldn't be getting married in a white dress because you're a whore but you know, <laughs> right but i think the situation is like i feel like there's some sort of jealousy because jimmy showed up with callie even though callie was there to see bobby and she right. just was so like jimmy looked confused by the whole situation he didn't understand why sophia was not sweet to him like she normally is because she has been creepily hitting on him for the last couple episodes so like he yeah. he seemed like completely lost by the situation so that's why i don't know if they're setting up callie for jimmy or if they're setting up callie for bobby and i really don't think she should be with anyone until she figures out what kind of person she is she's very strange <laughs> i know i say that a lot but yeah strange i mean it's all strange, really. <laughs> I did always I, like. I love this episode, though. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's very entertaining. We'll say that <laughs> it's very entertaining. Um, the phone call. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some of the greatest cinematography that I have ever seen in a children's show is this four-way phone call. Uh, was it? Yeah, it was just four, right? Not five. 
It was initially, <laughs> initially, what was it? Sydney and Sydney and Sydney Nancy. And Nancy. Then, and then Glory calls, right? And then her mother. And then her mother's on the phone. <laughs> and then she puts one on hold and gets the other and the other on hold. And I forget what her plan, what, what was her issue? She was trying to figure out a way to see Garrett. So there was a lot going on. First, everybody got what? invited and got invited back to the weird soda shop that uh, we all know is an ex not a bar, but is basically Swan. a children's bar, the Swan Swan's Crossing. Swan. Yeah. Swans. So, so they go to they go to Swans. Everyone was invited to Swans to um, basically be thanked for not letting Mila drown. So they were all <laughs> they were all there. And Sydney did not get the invitation because she was at the hospital and that maybe that scene with Garrett happened. So she wanted to talk to Garrett and that's how she found out about the party. Nancy called her to give her the scoop on everything that was going down. Um, Glory called to help her get in touch with Garrett. Her, excuse me, her mother called to find out if a Mason had been there yet, which we find out later is her mother walled up the hole in the wall where the two Garrett and Sydney usually talk to each other, which by the way, you could walk two feet and be around that wall. So I don't know why. Well, I guess, you know, we're not supposed to think that. I know, I know. We're not supposed to think that. But like, I actually did feel bad for them because they were trying to talk to each other. And yeah, that was funny. And the best part of this entire episode is their long hangout in Sydney's car where they discuss their evil plans, I guess, to be together. Yeah, real quick, back to this call. Sure. So we get, she puts everybody on hold and then puts her lipstick on. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't really know if she gets back on the phone or she just leaves them hanging. And everybody's I... like, Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. <laughs> she hung up Hilarious. on all of them. They don't go on hold when you hang up the receiver. She hung up on everyone. She was done talking mm. to them. Also, can we just talk about the fact that her two besties came to her house to make sure she was okay, and instead of being in her bed, she's laying on a fainting couch, being <laughs> dramatic as anything, and that her mother's like, she really needs to rest. And she's like, no, my friends. And she's like, she nearly needs to rest, because she saw that newspaper. This she was Nancy and Glory, right? Nancy and Glory, yeah. They were yeah. there. And then they left to go to the party at the soda shop. Right. But her laying on a fainting couch in a white diaphanous outfit with the red band around her head and the tiny band-aid. And I loved it. I know. It was. And then we, so we end this episode with the computer men get some kind of clearance to open an envelope. Oh, God. Yeah. And I think it does officially. So they showed this little weird clip with that. I don't really get what's happening there at all. And then, and then, um. Sydney and Garrett with the rock wall. Right. <laughs> like that was, that was my favorite part. I do. The only other thing I want to mention in this episode is we mm -hmm. see Garrett and Glory's dad because they are on the um, docks arguing over whose fault it was that the towers fell. And okay. they're there with the reporter because we haven't seen um, Grant Booth Grant. yet. So they were yelling at each other and blaming each other where she was saying it was his fault and he was saying it was her fault. Okay, so that was him. I I wasn't sure because I'm like I didn't think he would be introduced that briefly because I felt like he, but again it's a kids show so we're more seeing like all the kids stuff. 
the parents the parents aren't as important we also get to meet we don't get to meet i don't think unless that adult is him but neil's father turns out to be the head of a cosmetics company yeah yeah um i wrote it down because i was like who is that (laughs) you know and they were like atwater atwater cosmetics which one's neil the 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 science boy right oh that's no the one that hates women in the next episode. Noah. That's no, Noah, his right? Neil. His name is Neil. Is it Neil? Mm-hmm. I don't know why you think I'm there's Noah in the show. Because it's I 90s. Guess I named him Noah. Maybe that's why I feel like he looks like a Noah. His name is Neil Atwater. Is it really Neil? <laughs> yeah. I've been calling him Noah the entire time. Wow. Because I have Noah, Noah, Noah. It's, yeah, I got to. Pay more attention? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you have notes. Yeah, but I have Noah at all my notes. <laughs> so I, I wrote in my notes, Neil has zero humor. <laughs> like, I don't know what right, that was. So for. anyone listening, Noah and Neil are the same person. <laughs> His name was actually Neil. I actually wrote the hole is gone. Can't they walk around? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, we're in episode we're in episode eight now. Uh yeah, shit gets real with um Neil Noah. <laughs> uh what what are they doing? I don't even know what they're doing half the time. They're doing some kind of project they are, on the computer. They are doing a science experiment where they need a lot of supplies because they do talk to a teacher who I believe his name was Han, Professor Han. Yes. Or Dr. Mm-hmm. Han. And they went to him and um, they're like, Professor Han's like, basically, you're doing too much work. Are you guys going to like relax anytime soon? Neil, you're a little high strung. And JT's like, oh, we're going to the party at the soda shop or whatever. And he's like, good, go have fun. Because <laughs> like Neil's like, I wish we I'd rather like die than have fun. I'm like, Neil, relax. Yeah, but he's hardcore. They, he scares me a little bit because like like he's a little psychotic about his obsession with science because it's like he, right. he's he has nothing else and he's actually ruin actively ruining jt's life with his obsession he's ruining jt's yeah attempts to have a girlfriend he's like interfering with jt's relationship with his sister and he's climbing in the window to scream at him all the time so yeah let's let's mention that real quick because i feel like sure. that might be important coming up so when um, they're hanging out in his room, they're doing whatever thing on the computer. Um, Glory comes in with Katie, who is JT's younger sister, and he screams like Sydney did in the last episode, like bah, 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 bah. like insane. I'm like, what is happening, dude? He has <laughs> like, almost he has almost a psychotic break where yeah. he starts screaming that women ruin everything. And that everything is girls' yeah. fault because girls always interrupt and girls are ruining the science and girls are ruining everything. And it's like a real mm-hmm. like if that happened in real life, if you were talking to someone and they went insane and started shouting all this stuff, you would never speak to that person again. Right. Like that little you girl know. brought in a little clay bed she made and he started shouting in her face. This actually reminds me of Nico's Cassidine because oh. <laughs> he acts the same way. He yeah. acts the same way with women. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if um, uh, there should be a general hospital writer in this staff because it would be writing for this kid. 
It really um, threw it really threw me because before this, I actually really enjoyed Neil as like, yeah. oh, he's he's a big science nerd. But this took a turn for like I I felt like it was too much. Yeah, it was. It was it was scary a little bit, but I'm guessing it's going to lead to something. But maybe I, I would hope so. But he is actively tampering with things to ruin other yeah. people's day because he can't have fun at a party. Oh, and so um, you know who is it? I think does JT like lift Katie and put her on the computer and it hits the mouse by accident? Yes, it actually squishes the thing she made. And it right. bumps the mouse and Neil loses his mind. And it was JT just playing with, <laughs> he was playing with his little sister because right. she, she was laughing, he was laughing. And then Neil went crazy again. And he doesn't blame JT. He blames the little sister. <laughs> he goes yes, because her. it's girl's fault. It's all girl's right. fault. <laughs> and all at, girl's fault. at one point, Glory interrupts him to talk about one of the people he was, he was talking shit on. And she goes, well, she's a woman. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, yeah, Glory. And I keep thinking, like, as much as I kind of like JT and Glory together, I don't like this setup where JT is using her to watch his sister. And, like, she's volunteering for it, but I feel like she's such a doormat in a lot of ways for these yeah. boys. And then to date someone whose best friend is a psycho, it's, I don't, I don't well, like it's it. Probably, it's probably also so he can see her, you know, like, randomly, because I guess there's no other way for these kids to see each other. Yeah, I um, I think that's reason. true. I think that's true, but yeah. I didn't I didn't like that, and it it continues on into the next episode. So like I was yeah, I didn't like that at all. So I have at one part, Sydney is on a giant car phone. <laughs> it's like this big, huge, so big. <laughs> Do you know what though? That's the size of them. When my oh, father when... my father had a okay. car phone, it looked just like a regular phone. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was just plugged into the car. Yeah, I remember it looked regular, but this phone looked especially big. I don't know, <laughs> bigger than portable. a regular Because it was a portable yeah, and it had to have that. We used to call them bricks. Right. <laughs> it looks like a brick. So this is the episode where Garrett and Sydney, oh, they make plans to see each other. I love oh, this Oh, yeah, they meet in the car. Um, They want to use Mila to, and they make a contract, so... I guess that uh, he doesn't fall for Mila. <laughs> it's so, really crazy. First off, she says go to plan B and he doesn't know what that is. <laughs> and she's been sitting in her car for hours waiting for him to turn up. And he turns up right. and the car is full of posters for the mayoral campaign that her mother just wore. That's what they use to write on. They take mayoral flyers and they're writing on the back of them this huge list of do's and don'ts in their relationship. And I actually really like them together in this scene. I thought it was adorable. I, w I wrote in my notes, villains in love. I thought this plan was hilarious. <laughs> it was yeah. just it was just such a fun moment because often you find yourself going, do Garrett and Sydney actually like each other? And like each other or not? And I guess I guess with that hospital scene, which I'm glad they showed the flashback um, because then we knew they actually kind of did care about each other, even though you know Sydney was not dying with that little cut on her lip. <laughs> uh, but but yeah it was nice to see um them get actually get together and have like a normal conversation and stop being weird um and then they go to kiss and that giant car phone rings <laughs> <laughs> so funny <laughs> um and then 
oh yeah, the, the weird dude in the mechanic shop. What was that about? <laughs> I'm like, what is that? I happening? believe his name was Fats. And he Fat, was, yeah, I did write Fats. And then he has um Callie and Jimmy are there. And I guess are they working for him? Or? It looks it looks like Jimmy was working <laughs> there. Um and Fats is like a cross between a hippie and a beat poet, the way he comes yeah. across. And I think what yeah. happened is Callie walked in and said, can I work on my bike? Can I use your tools to work on my bike? And he said, sure, whatever. Because when Jimmy came in and he was mad that Callie was using his tools, Fats is like, anyone who knows how to use the tools can use the tools. So like he was <laughs> very egalitarian of him. And he's talking right. about going on a, a long journey and basically leaving the shop to them to use they are not 18 i don't know how that would work but it does yeah. seem like jimmy is working at the shop and she is being i don't want to say obnoxious because jimmy's also being obnoxious but both of them are trying to out knowledge each other about tools which is i yeah. don't know it's like a pissing contest to me yeah yeah then we have a scene with countess and margaret the mayor is uh sydney's mom um, they're like talking about having tea together. So I'm like, were they friends before? Like, yes. Did you get the feeling they were friends before, right? They mention it later. They mention it in the next so, episode. So I guess she moved when Mila was a baby. I don't know. <laughs> because if Mila's the new girl in town, what does she be like coming back I, to town? I believe that both her mm -hmm. and Callie, like their parents are from the town. And because Callie's father was from the town because he says he has a house in town. And also right. Mila had a house. It was boarded up and they went to that house. So these people, I don't know. It's like, yeah. it's like dynasty. No one ever leaves the house. It's like that. <laughs> right. You have to, your old room comes back. You always come back to the house. So then, so Garrett and um, Sid come up with that plan to like get close to Mila, be her best friend type thing. So Sydney ends up going to uh, Mila's bedroom. <laughs> um, it takes an elevator to get up there. She's like, <laughs> it's a huge, I put um, huge and pink. <laughs> it's a huge so the, pink room. The first thing I thought was that this is not a 90s bedroom. This is an 80s bedroom <laughs> and it is so pink. It, I don't think there's anything other than pink and navy white, but I thought I saw all pink. It was pink. Um, she has a heel phone. I loved, I loved that, <laughs> apparently, by the way. Apparently, anything Mila wanted to make a phone, her mom gets made a phone. She has a bear phone, which Sydney answers at one point. I think that's in the next episode. But, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, and the wall spins like Batgirl. <laughs> yeah, and it, and on the other side is like a, a vanity table with her like a lit mirror and the makeup. And I was like, wow, I want that. Not for the makeup, just like this the Scooby-Doo wall. I want the Scooby-Doo wall. I feel like we need to like drink and watch the show. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. have a few in it because uh, it, that's what I feel like I'm doing. Um, all right, so now we're in episode nine. Uh, Garrett calls Mila. I guess he wants to start getting his in with her. Sydney answers the phone and he's already starting like when Sydney answers the phone. What is I forget what he says, but he says something like uh flirty. Yeah, something flirty. And she's like, What? Who are you talking to? I don't know if this is part of their plan or not, because I don't 
I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect from these people. Garrett seems to not know how to talk to any woman that isn't Glory. Like, he flirts with any any yeah. woman he talks to. That's how he does. He does the flirting. I don't think he's genuinely interested in Mila yet, if he's, if he's going to be. I think he's trying to be her friend. But I think that's right. how he thinks he talks to women. Yeah, I think you're right. It did seem like that. Because why would he sit in a car for two hours making a list of ways to be with Sydney if he just wants to be with Mila? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then we have Neil and JT send a message to foreign agents. That's what I put because I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I'm like, so, the foreign agent people are so getting involved two, again. The two of them have made up an alter ego that is a super spy. And then they've hacked a bunch of things because remember, illegal data breach. By, yeah. No, they did. I think they did it intentionally. And now it's alerted a bunch of foreign governments. I believe there's Russians this time and maybe the French. I'm not really sure. <laughs> not they, sure. It's the same scene. They just changed the lighting to let you know it's a different country, which thanks. I, I appreciated that. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they just they are doing that. And Neil, again, is insane. He doesn't want to go to the party. He doesn't want to do anything. Oh, right. just. Because isn't this, is this, is episode eight the one where we get to the, the Mila birthday party, the surprise party thing? No, I think that's nine. This is the oh, episode now that we're in. Yeah. We're coming. It's okay. Coming. Okay. Because like it kind of, um, it kind of blends together in that situation. So, Callie mentions a job at Tool and Die, which I guess is that. The mechanic place? I'm not really sure, but it made me think of Dallas, Wentworth Tool and I with, oh. <laughs> with um with um Cliff working for his mama. Mm -hmm. um, but anywho, you know, I was just like Tool and Die. Wait, is this Dallas reference? What's happening? <laughs> and then they all went to Dallas. The store. Just went off the, Dallas just went off the air the year before. So, um. Oh, so Glory is in JT's room, I guess, because he was she was watching Katie, and Katie's like digging through his shit, and she <laughs> finds like yeah. her, her spelling book. I was confused. He like had so, her spelling book under his hammock. First off, first, <laughs> can we talk about how awesome this little girl is? She is an incredible actress. Yeah. She acts exactly like your bratty little sister, and she mm. she just runs around going, "We can just look through his stuff." Uh, first off, JT sleeps in a hammock. He doesn't have a bed. So it's really easy yeah. to look under his bed. And yeah. Glory, Glory takes the finding of her old spelling book as some kind of cue that JT loves her. It's right. very, like, sad. It's sad. <laughs> it is. It's sad. Well, I mean, it's teeny, angsty, cutesy type shit. It, it's cute. <laughs> it's sad. sad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it were an adult, it would probably be more. It would sad. be so sad if it was an adult. I would be like, "That's pathetic." But this, this is like, I, I, it's teeny bopper stuff. Teeny bopper stuff. Yeah. Okay. So everybody, you know, let's get to this VHS tape. This is the time. Okay. Remember and though that everybody <laughs> goes like that. Mila is at a swim lesson with Garrett while all of this is happening. Everyone's getting this tape. They all right. get a VH, VHS tape. Everybody gets a VHS tape. Um, wow, this tape was made me fall in love with Countess. <laughs> Did you write what was on the tape? I don't even know. So there's like a song, 
it's like a it's so it's a um it's an invitation to Mila's surprise party, mm-hmm. birthday party. Yes. Um it mentions Tutu, the bird. <laughs> the, the bird seems to be the host of this video. As like the, the bird, they're sing they're singing and it's like Mila, Mila. It's crazy. <laughs> And it's focusing on the bird and there's like a, a background that's like moving and it just gives kind of gives the information for the party and it's so it's utterly like, humiliating. Ma- Mama loves Mila, Tutu loves Mila. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I almost feel like everybody, yes, it's funny, but at the same time, I feel like everybody was like, OMG, <laughs> what is this? What is happening here? I have never done acid, but I feel like this video is what an acid trip might be. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, she finds out, I think, does she, wait, does she find out? Yeah. Sydney met with her to tell her. She's like, I'm going to tell her. I don't know if she was doing it to be mean. I feel like she might have been, but I thought it was a really nice thing to do because you needed to be warned about this fucking tape. I believe she's playing both sides of the fence. I think she did it because it it was the right thing to do because springing that on Mila would have been cruel beyond anything. <laughs> and I Seriously. think even, even she, like, it's weird. I think she wants to be friends with Mila But she's also so incredibly insecure. She doesn't actually know how to be friends with anyone unless she's using them for something. And she can't really use Mila. But I do think she did that as out of, I thought that was a kindness, honestly. I was was actually proud of her. Sure, I was proud of her. Me too, yeah. Um, So yeah, she tells her, so she knows. And and Mila basically cries and she's like, it's not even my birthday. (laughs) It seems so like, like does your mom not know her birthday or just like to throw parties now remember when i <laughs> said that that her mom seems to be more obsessed with the character she played on television than who she is right. so i'm starting to think that maybe that this is the character's birthday instead of her daughter's <laughs> oh, birthday i didn't even and think she, of that she's so she's so sadly obsessed with the idea of being a normal girl it's it's heartbreaking she's just like i just want to be normal <laughs> Uh, poor Mila. So on that note, we'll get into episode 10. Um, we have, oh, your boy's back. Ralph, his name is. I think I called him something else before. <laughs> Who's clearly my boy? I don't know which, one is, which one is um, my boy? Sydney's, Sydney's little butler man, helper friend, whatever you want to call him. Oh, I forget his name. I want to say Richard. I think I mean, it was, I think I called him Richard, but it's actually Ralph. I did okay. make him when he came I back, I, I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> yeah, Ralph. Ralph was helping Sydney and the Countess um, with Mila's party. Um, if I were Mila, I probably would have hid for the day. <laughs> um, she took it like a champ, that girl. I like I, her. She's I do. I think Mila loves her mother. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way you would go through with that if you didn't love your mother, because she <laughs> she had every chance because Sydney gave her the out. She had every chance to escape, even though she was wearing a pink, hot pink eighties prom dress. When she showed up to this party, she, she was like, I can't go in there looking like this. And just like, who cares? And he's very sweet with her. And he's like, it I thought that was friendship. Yeah, for sure. 
Also, um, Neil and Jimmy are jerks and they ruined the cake. Oh, yeah. So here's my note about her. So at this point, I was like, I got to look up this countess. So, yeah, her, <laughs> her her real name is Delphi. I don't know how you say her name. It's probably Delphi or Del. I don't know, but it's Delphi, Delphi. Harrington. She's still alive. She's still with us. She just acted in an episode of Blue Bloods last year, which is a very popular show. Awesome. Um, she also did plenty of soaps, and and we're going to probably see her. Like I said, she's going to be in Ryan's Hope, Edge of Night. Oh, God. Not till, not till 1982. We're only in 1980. Okay. Um, All My Children and Guiding Light. So she got, she got around. She's so popped. And uh, I'm loving this woman. And like I said, by the time we get to her, we're going to be like, we know this lady, but we're going to be done Swan's Crossing like probably for a year at least. <laughs> so we're going to be like, who is she? Unless she stands out as much as she does in this. Um, yeah, so we still have those foreign agents around. They're, they're again in this episode. They're getting closer. This is when they went to the teacher that Mr. Mr. Han. I think is Mr. Han. Han. Yeah, um, I have Noah and Neil and JT <laughs> goes to, go to teacher. I can't believe I call him Noah. That's so weird. Like, I, I have it written all the time. Seriously, I'm losing it. Um, so uh, Countess gets Garrett to get Mila to the party, and she goes willingly. She's like, "I'll just do it," even though she really doesn't want to. Garrett helps her. He gives her a pep talk to go in. He does. He gives her the pep talk, which is really nice of him. He did really good. I was proud of him then because, you know, he loves himself. As we <laughs> saw 25 times. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think Garrett is, like, trying to keep it a secret at first. And then she tells him that she knows. She's like, I know, you know, what we're doing. And uh, I'm not excited about it. Um, I made note that there was swans in the punch bowl. Me too. <laughs> the cake was a swan too. Now we haven't seen a swan for a while, <laughs> so there needed real... to be swans somewhere. So it was. They were so cute, by the way. The tiny little swans in the punch they were, bowl. They were. They were cute. Loved it. Oh, I had to tell um, the, the people watching. I did tell you separately that um, the guy that plays Callie's dad is. Uncle Frank from Home Alone. <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk. He's the little submarine. He's the submarine man who we didn't see this time, and I kind of missed him. I like. I want to see him like once a week. He was mentioned, but not like yeah, on screen. They talked about how weird it was that Callie lived in the submarine. Um, Garrett seemed <laughs> to think it was cool. JT seemed to think it was cool. Um, everyone yeah. else is like, that's dumb. Um, so it this was is... cool that he got mentioned. I like that. This is the line that you were talking about. Bobby wants to know what it's like to be a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I made note of that. I, I wrote, what is wrong with Bobby? <laughs> um, apparently, Sydney created the Mila float. That's what I got from that. The Mila float was like the little milkshake that nobody likes. I, that was going I thought the Countess <laughs> did that. I, I get, Maybe she did. But so she again, that Sydney did. again, we have a float. That is ridiculous. This one's pink and it has a, a star on the straw with a picture of Mila as like a 10 year old, just so humiliating. <laughs> it was, and Nan this Nancy, whole thing was humiliating. Yeah. And Nancy and Sydney did, um, they were talking about her and laughing. And I, I didn't particularly like that. 
because it's like, Sid, come on. Are you friends or are you not friends? What's I don't understand Sydney's motivations half the time. Yeah, insecurity. Right. Just insecurity, I think. And Neil and JT ruined the cake. That That's like the biggest thing is I don't even understand what, not JT, um, Jimmy. And I don't understand Jimmy's motivation. I know he's upset yeah. about Sophia showing up with a taller guy. But so, Neil Neil looked like he just wanted to ruin the party because the party yeah. was either for women or because it was a party and he hates parties. And I like yeah. this is why I'm like getting a little nervous about where is Neil's storyline going because he's turning right. into like a little bit of a villain. Yeah, I'm I'm curious too. So yeah, we have uh, Neil and Jimmy are like brooding, and there's lines in this that would probably not be in anything anymore. I don't know if you caught it. He's like, you look like you can shoot somebody, to Jimmy. <laughs> and he's like, can you shoot me first? <laughs> okay, so I love that because I would have talked that way. Um, right. But, but at the same time now, you're like, uh, ooh, yeah, might happen, unfortunately. Um, I have Countess makes uh, Mila do pictures in her, in her crown. And, she, and Garrett has like devil ears or whatever it was. <laughs> Yeah, and Sydney, Sydney gets a halo. Sydney, Sydney so they're the angel halo. and the devil on Mila's shoulders, but I think they both <laughs> they both got the hats. They should have both either got devil horns or in that instance, I believe Garrett earned the halo. Right. And then I have like they went, they did some dancing. Oh, Sydney grabs dancing. Bobby to dance, which I thought was weird because I'm like, I didn't even know she knew Bobby. I don't remember. She just didn't want Garrett dancing with Mila and her to not have someone to dance with. Oh, right. And Bobby was like, I don't dance. I don't even want to dance. And she just was like, I don't even care. And made him dance. Yeah. Then that weird... Oh, so, yeah, Jimmy and Neil do, like, get an idea of, like, to, like, kind of ruin the party or something. So they get under the table and they, I guess, play... I don't know what they do exactly. They sped up the table because the, the cake was so, supposed to Oh, yeah, to it was slowly spin. spinning. And they, right. they made it, so it would go really fast. And so the cake flew off and started hitting people in the face, which, you cake, know, add yeah. in, injury to insult for poor Mila. This is just turned into a nightmare. So they're doing really good with the, the Friday cliffhangers, <laughs> I feel like. Okay, so the first, week, the first week, I was like, why am I watching this? But, <laughs> but this week, I believe I'm Stockholm syndromed into it because I... <laughs> I really am starting to get invested and where I felt like I really got invested was when, was when Garrett and Sydney were in the car in because the car. I, I thought it was really excellent writing. I thought the interplay between them and how they were like, like I kept saying to myself, I'm like, they're villains in love and I'm rooting for them. And right, right. that kind of really had me going. I was like, I can get into this. And then Neil Neil <laughs> scared so scared the crap out of me. I was like, "What is yeah. happening with Neil?" So like that kind of sucked me in. And I is just going to have a parent to help him or what? <laughs> I think I think we may have seen his father, although he wasn't introduced because there was an adult man who who walked through the party who hasn't been introduced yet. And okay, you know, I mean, Neil is the only black character on the show and this man was black. So like, unless they're trying to like expand their cast, he may be Mr. Atwater. Like right. we don't have a lot of diversity in the cast as of yet. No, not really. So 
we'll have to see what happens with that. But like, unless that was like an attempt at that, but they seem to introduce the parents randomly and with no thought, like they're just there. Like Grant Booth was just there. And we only knew he was Grant because uh, Margaret was yelling at him. Right. (laughs) So like, it just seems like the adults are an afterthought. So I don't really know how they're, they're handling that except for of course the countess who is incredible. Oh my gosh, she is great. Her, her dress, <laughs> I want to see more of her. Her boa, her singing the Mila song directly to Mila. What a nightmare. I know, I know. She means well. I feel like if I were Mila, it would be like, how do you tell your mother to stop loving you so loud in public? Because that's what Seriously. she's doing. But she's like a I typical know. mom. She's like, my little girl, my little baby. And it's like, Mila is a film star and she's used to being an adult and you're treating her like yeah. she's 10. It's, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, they got me. Stupid show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we should wrap this up. Do you have anything else about these five episodes that we should discuss? The only thing I want to talk about is when Garrett was supposedly teaching Mila how to swim, Mila was sitting in a pool float drinking while <laughs> Garrett was swimming around her. And I think that bears mentioning. I'm sure she was just drinking pink lemonade. Don't, fans don't get upset. I didn't think it was an alcoholic drink, you weirdos. They're children. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> like I said, drinking. I didn't know what people would think. <laughs> uh, Mila's a good girl. I like Mila. I thought I was well, not going to like her just because I'm like, oh, it's going to be like hot, annoying blonde girl. And I judged her. And then, and then I feel bad. And I'm like, Mila's a good girl. I like her a lot. And she has a crazy ass mother. So I feel a little bit bad for her. I think that's the point. I think they brought her in and they're like, she's this hot shot from Hollywood. And really, when you get to know her, she's just this child who never gets what she wants because she has to keep up this image. Because even with the stuffed animals, she said, I'd get rid of them, but my mom loves them. So everything in her life is dictated yeah, by what the countess wants. Yeah, it's it's sad. And right. she it makes her complicated. So I do like her. It does, it does. Um I think I think it's getting better, to be honest with you. Pilots are always rough. The first week seems rough. Yeah, but yeah. I think after the Monday episode of repeats and the towers falling multiple times and <laughs> the weirdness, the rest of the, the episodes seem to even out. And yeah, I yeah, like them a lot. But they did spend way too much. Maybe not. They spent way too much time playing that VHS tape, except I, I kind of want to say they didn't because I loved it. But they did play it a lot. They honestly probably could have done that whole, um, like, knowing soaps as we do. Like, they probably could have made a week out of that collapse alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, really. Yeah, I you think know, that's a wasted. More, like a more waste dramatic things could have come out of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll wrap up this episode uh, with Swan's Crossing. And, of course, we'll continue more because we're hooked, unfortunately, yeah. as soapies <laughs> get. As we don't like to, we're like, we're not going to like this, okay? We like it a little bit. <laughs> or we at least want to know more. So subscribe, like, and comment. Um, and find us on all the socials at Queers and Soaps. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>